0: god bless you friends and family thank you for joining me if you are new to this channel my name is gail Manizak, and this is city changers illinois Um, and we just give god praise this morning and we thank you for each one of you that have joined us god bless you and we declare god's blessings and favor over you that every need be met that protection be all around you and about you and over you in Jesus mighty name. Today we're going to be, or I'm going to be talking about false teachers. Uh, as Paul talked about false teachers in 2nd Corinthians chapter 11, you know, Paul said, you know what, be patient with me. I, I'm gonna speak like a fool. How many, how many of us have not done that? Amen. He says, I know that you're being patient with me already. God wants to keep you for himself, and that's what I want too. He says, I've brought to you Christ. Like a virgin who marries a husband, I want you to be pure, and I want you to belong to only to him. Remember, in verse 3, remember how the snake deceived Eve because he was clever, and she believed his lies. As well can we believe the lies of the enemy if we're not aware of what thoughts are coming into our mind. I just want to insert that because it's so uh, such an issue today where the enemy is trying to distract. It, it probably always has been in every day. But anyway, Paul goes on to say, he says, I'm afraid that the same thing that happened to you Or the same thing might happen to you. False teachers may make you believe wrong things. Then you will no longer love Christ in a pure and honest way. Paul goes on and he says, You're ready to listen to any false teachers who come to you. And they might tell you about a different Jesus from the the Jesus that we told you about. They might want you to receive a different spirit from, this, from the spirit that you receive from us. Is that not so true today, friends? Everywhere you go, you have to watch what you're being taught. Watch what's being put into your mind. Is it according to the Word of God? Is it the right spirit about those, the people that are, are praying for you, the people that you're with? They might, they just might tell you about another or a different Jesus than Paul talked about or, or a different spirit than, uh, Paul had them receive. Amen. They might tell you a different kind of good news, even from the message that you heard from us. He said, so. You seem to accept all this. In other words, he was saying, you are so casual. You are so loose. You just receive anything from anybody. And you know what, friends? We cannot do that. It's it, it's a, a... I almost want to say the word desperate time we live in. It, it's imperative that we pay attention. It's imperative that we pay attention to what is being spoken in our ears. Whether it's no matter where you are. So he says, Paul says, those teachers call themselves very special apostles, but I think that I am as special as they are. He said, you know what? Maybe I do not speak as well as they speak, but I I do know what I'm speaking about. He said, we have always made this very clear to you in everything that we do. And Paul said, when I told you God's news, I never asked you to pay me anything. I made myself less important so that you could be more important. I don't think that I was wrong to do that. Believers in in other churches, they, they gave money to me so that I could serve you, which is what I came to do. So it's like I was robbing them so that I could help you. But when I was there with you, I never made you help me. Even when I needed something, I didn't cause trouble to anyone. I didn't bring problems to anyone. Instead, the believers who came from Macedonia gave me everything that I needed. And I was careful never to cause you to have trouble. And is that not how we should be, friends? You know, and I, he, Paul says, and I will continue to be careful like that. We should all be careful like that, that we're not out to or, or even uh, mistakenly cause people trouble. Amen. That's not what we're about. So the, Paul says, the message that I speak about Christ is true. So I will continue to be proud of how I have lived among you. You know, so we can't just talk the talk, but we've got to walk the walk. People are reading our lives. They are reading our lives like we are the Bible. They are watching us. So what you're saying and what you're preaching and what you're ministering, Lord willing, I pray that each and every one of us is walking in that way. He says that nobody in the whole region of Achaia can stop me doing that you must not think that I say this because I do not love you because God himself knows that I love you and everything Paul had done was because he loved them he says yes I'll continue to work among you in the way that that I'm already doing I will not take any pay from you then there will be no chance for those other teachers listen to what he's saying Because the other teachers are out for money, friends. The false false prophets, the false apostles, the false teachers, they're out for the things of the world. They're out to take your money. They're out to plant within you that which is not God. Anyway, Paul goes on to say, Then there will be no chance. For those other teachers to be proud about themselves. They will not be able to say that they work in the same way that we do. Those people are false apostles. They don't work in an honest way. They try to make people think that Christ has sent them as his apostles. That's what they try to make people think. But you know what? Our discernment level should be high enough to be able to see that If we watch the fruit and father God, I pray right now for every single one that's listening to this, uh, podcast that they will have a discernment level that go, uh, a discernment that goes to the next level. I ask you Lord, that our discernment will be high. And I thank you for God in Jesus name. And then in verse 15, or 14, Paul goes on and says, that should not surprise you because even Satan can change himself to look like an angel who belongs to the light, right? So people come into our churches, they minister to us, they look like ministers, they look like ministers of light, they look like pastors, they look like apostles, they look like prophets, but you know what? There's something about them that's not right. And your discernment will discern that. And let me tell you right now, don't second guess your discernment. So then in in verse 15, Paul says, so don't don't be surprised. When Satan's servants, and he has servants, they're called demons, do the same thing. They can also seem to be serving God. They can look good on the outside is what I'm saying. They can look good on the outside. But they are not who they are proclaiming to be. And our discernment should pick that up. And they can also seem to be serving God, he said. But they may seem to be doing good things. But really, what they do is bad. So God will punish them in the end, right? And then Paul goes on to speak about his own work. And he says, you know what? I, I say this again. Nobody should think that I am a fool. But even if you do think that, still listen to me. Give me a chance to praise myself a little, as a fool would do. And, he, and Paul says, when I say good things about myself like this, it is not how the Lord would talk. No, these are the words of a fool. But many other people are using human ideas let me say that again. But many other people are using human ideas to praise themselves, so I will also do that. You think that you're very wise, Paul says, so you are happy to listen to fools. You accept people who make you like their slaves and you receive that. You accept people who cheat you or take things from you. You accept people who are proud of themselves. Even if someone hits you in, in your face, you still accept him. But we're not brave enough to do things like that to you. Should I be ashamed of that, Paul says? But other people are brave enough to praise themselves. So I will also be proud of the same things. Now, he in parentheses, the Bible says, now I'm talking like a fool. In verse 22, Paul goes on to say, Are they proud that they are Hebrew people? So am I. Do they belong to Israel's people? So do I. Are they descendants of Abraham's family? So am I. Are they Christ's servants? I serve him even better than they do. And then in parentheses, my my Bible says, or my version that I'm reading out of says, No. or or, excuse me, now I am speaking like a crazy person. (laughs) When he said, "Are, are they Christ's servants? I serve him even better than they do. Then Paul goes on to say, I work much more than they have worked. I've been in prison more often than they have. People have hit me with whips very many times. I have nearly died many times. At five different times, the Jewish leaders punished me with whips. Each time they hit me 39 times. I want you to think about this because this is the kind of persecution we could go through. We're not going through it right now, but some are someplace, somewhere. Three times, in, three times the Romans punished me with sticks. People threw stones at me to kill me once. Three times I've been on ships that, that broke in the sea. Once I was in the sea for a night and a day. I've traveled on many journeys. I've been in danger from rivers and also from robbers. I've been in danger from my own people and also from Gentiles. I've been in danger in cities and also in the wilderness. I've been in danger on the sea. I've been in danger from false believers. I have worked very hard and I have been in pain. Many times I've not slept. I've often been hungry and I've often been thirsty. Many times I have had no food. I've often been cold and without enough clothes. In verse 28, he goes on to say, all these troubles have happened to me. But you know what? Also, every day I have trouble in my mind. I worry about the believers in all the churches. And when one of these believers is weak, I feel weak too. I feel their pain. I feel that weakness too. When something causes one of them to do something wrong, then I am very upset too. If I must be proud about myself, I will only be proud of those things that show my weakness. I'm not telling lies. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, knows that. He's the one that we should praise forever. He's the one that we should be proud of. Amen? When I was in Damascus, the ruler of that city sent soldiers to catch me. Paul was under the authority of King Eretz. Eretus, and I'm probably maybe not pronouncing that right, Eretus. the soldiers were watching carefully outside the city, and I'm going to close here, but he said, my friends put me in a basket on the end of a rope, and they sent me out through a window in the city wall, and they let me drop to the ground, and this is how I got away from the ruler of the city. And that's how this chapter ends in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Amazing the things that Paul went through and the grace that was upon his life to go through it. And this is, I believe, what we need to pray, friends, is there are so many people I know personally. and so many people that I, I don't know that I see on Facebook that post these things that they're going through which are horrible we need more grace do I believe I believe that I I don't know if I could prove that I believe that we have grace for the moment that we're in though and I believe that God pours out more grace and I think due to that one scripture where Paul was was in pain or going through things and it says he besought the Lord three times and the Lord. Um, didn't answer his prayer but God told him he said do you know what uh, he didn't answer his prayer he didn't do he didn't heal him he didn't do whatever was needed there's controversy on what he was going through but it was definitely a thorn or a um, weapon from the enemy to buffet him I believe it says in some, chap- some verses or versions and um but Paul said, you know, or God said to Paul, he said, you know what? My grace is sufficient for you. So Paul had prayed three times and God didn't answer. But, but he said, my grace is sufficient for you. So I've always somehow believed within myself that, you know, if we're going through trials, sometimes we're not going through trials at all and things are, are great. Other times we could be going through great persecution or slander or... You know, some of the different things that Paul went through might be different than what we'd go through today. But I do believe that we can pray for more grace for the Lord and uh, just come before Him and ask Him for the grace that is enough to get through that trial that you're in. And I'll close right here, but that's what I'm praying for you today, that you will have the grace to get through any trial that you're ever in. In Jesus' name.